love going to different churches. I love the way we all do it differently. We've got one God, we worship one God, but we all do it in a slightly different way, different format, different this, different that, different technology, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. It's all good fun, but I just love it. And as has been mentioned, my name's Shirley. I do a lot of work with Christians Against Poverty in lots of different roles, but this speaker role is one of my favourite ones. So, oh, thank you. If I, if I get too excited, do that. If you want me to do a bit more, do. Um, <laughs> if you want to go, Whoa, I do lots of, uh, or if you want to, well, it's absolutely great. Um, my background is New Brighton Baptist Church, so it's not that far from here. Um, I've been involved with CAP for about six years. I started off as a CAP money coach, and the main reason I invited myself almost here was because your church has just signed up for CAP money, and I met Les and John a couple of months ago. So I said, oh, I'll come, I'll come and tell everybody about it and sign it up. So that was how come I'm here. When I go to different churches, I like to connect with them and have something involved. And it was already mentioned, you've got Chester City Mission come and do a project here. And one of my good friends at my church is Liam, who heads it up. So hands up, who knows Liam? Oh, isn't he lovely? Isn't he great? Oh, he's a lovely guy. But he's been through hard times. And he came to Cat Money when he was thinking of marrying Heather. And he brought Heather along. And it doesn't matter where you are, what your background is, anything. Come for Cat Money and you learn something new. You do something new. And without stealing his testimony at all, he won't mind, he came to Cat Money. And it was at the time that he was praying for an income. And what happened? The city mission started to pay him. And I just, you know, I just think it's awesome. You know, he came to Cat Money because he didn't know where he was or could he do better. He really wanted something else and it came. And as, as I shared with a group this morning, when I first drove around the corner here, I looked at those hills, the Welsh hills, and you students, I don't know where you're all from, but, you know, you've got the Welsh hills. Um, the thought came to me, God can move mountains, whatever your burden is. It doesn't matter whether it's death, whether it's problem. What your problem is, God can move it. And we're just praying that God will connect you with somebody here that can either share it, take it, lead you, signpost you, whatever, with your burden today. Forgive me, but with CAF, it's a very professional organisation and I have a set script, so I do have to refer to that at some point, so do excuse me. But can we start by reading some scripture? And as my pastor says, he likes to hear that rustle of paper as people find the right page. It's no good if you're just looking on your tablet, is it? <laughs> so we're going to look at Luke chapter 4, and I'm actually going to start to read at verse 14. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He taught in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he'd been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. And he stood up to read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was brought to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of 
the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him and he began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Thank you. So today I'm one of probably about a dozen speakers for CAP out in a local church somewhere across this country. So that's going to be hundreds of people hearing today how God is transforming lives for people today. And it's through the partnership of CAP working with the local church, whether it's the churches opening debt centres, release groups, uh, job clubs, life school groups or CAP money. And we just share the word that everyone can actually get involved. And as I say, God does transform lives. I will go into some statistics later. The word I also want to look at today, not only that scripture, just hold that familiar scripture in your mind. What about Hebrews 13, 8? Just one couple of words. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the unchanging one. He is constant. He is faithful. You that have come here this morning don't need to worry that God loves you because you know that he loved you yesterday. He loves us all here today, doesn't he? And we know that he will love us forever. We don't need to worry if God will have mercy because his word tells us that his mercy is in you every morning and he will forever be merciful and forgive us. And if Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever, what about us? What about you and I that are the body of Christ, the body of that unchanging one? Do we as Christ's church look like the first church, the church that was taught and trained directly by Christ himself? He never changes, but have we is church today, have we changed? Do we actually display the radical love and compassion of Jesus himself? Can, be, can we be accused of being friends of sinners, of hanging out with the wrong crowd? Because that's what Jesus did. I think it's wonderful that this church, this building is used for the city mission and lots of people with lots of needs do come in and there are lots of you that get, come alongside and you do love those, but is there more that we could do? Are we a church that, like Christ, declares that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on us to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to bring freedom to the captives? Because that's what Jesus did. And that's what Jesus did when he walked on earth yesterday. We, as Jesus' followers, his church today, represent him today. And just as Jesus does not change, his church should not change. Yes, we might change our methods and the style of how we serve, but the beating heart of the church to be radically outreaching, boldly proclaiming salvation 
meeting practical needs and healing the broken should remain constant and unchanging. Thank you. (laughs) This morning, we're here to celebrate and to promote the work done all over the UK to serve the poor and to save the lost. CAP has a clear vision, and it is to help the church and to heal the broken in our society. This morning, that's what we're actually you know, going to do. What Jesus dreamed of, that's what we're trying to do, to share with the communities across this land that working with CAP that's now got over 20 years' experience that we are going out into the community. CAP only exists because of the local church. Every family helped out of death. Every person helped back into employment. Every person set free from an addiction. Every person helped to budget and given life skills to live on a low income. All this happens through the local church. CAP exists to equip the church to preach good news to the poor in their communities, to bind up the brokenhearted by meeting people's practical needs alongside the love of, and family of the church. But most importantly, people are given a chance to find new life in Christ. I was at the CAP conference last week and they had this um, big thing, electronic thing with numbers on, slowly going round and round. One, two, 200, 200, one, two, 400, one. What they were showing was that since CAP started over 20 years ago, that we've just hit 7,000 salvations. But whilst CAP has a massive vision, and it is to bring people through to Christ and to help them with their practical needs, we've currently got about 600 services, frontline services. But for Jesus, we know he went to see people one person at a time, isn't it? One at a time. I'm going to tell you, and you'll see him on the DVD later, about yesterday for a man called Stuart. He'd got over £25,000 worth of debt. And no, no, he just couldn't find a job. He couldn't see a way out. He was suicidal. One year, he counted over 500 job applications. And if anybody of you has got either yourself or somebody in your family, you know how disheartening it is that you apply for jobs and you get no response. Oh. So Stuart had... He, he, he didn't have any hope for the future. It's no, no surprise that when he came to the job club, he was absolutely crushed and broken. We've seen so many people like that. But today, thanks to Cap's debt help and the job club, he's debt-free and has found work in Morrison's. The DVD will show what a great, great guy. Today, Stuart has a hope for the future. He has a fresh start and the ability to provide for himself. Forever, because we're thinking about what was his yesterday, where is his today, what about his forever? The best part of the story is that he's come to partner with the local church and he's met Jesus himself. He's grasped faith with both hands and now he has the promise of eternal life. While that's incredible, the reality is that you know in Chester and around there's so many people like Stuart. So it's how you know we are going to help those people that are hopeless 
living in hopelessness and depression. Today for those people, it's not feeding their kids. Today for them is considering suicide, so there will be no tomorrow. Today for them is feeling hopeless about being out of work and feeling useless and embarrassed. Today for them is struggling with an addiction that is threatening to tear their family apart. Um, this one chap that we've been working with up in Wallasey, lovely guy, late 40s. He now lives with his mum in a terrible state. I first met him in Clatterbridge in the mental health ward. He's got so many debts. He was, he's been suicidal. He's had family in the past, but because of his mental health issues and an accident he was accused of doing, and he said it wasn't. He's just spiraled down and down. But we've been able to come alongside him, make friends with him, take those debts away from him, talk to him about it. He's actually been able to stop drinking, which is another problem that he'd been drawn into because of his debt and his depression. And he's actually managed to get debt free. <laughs> We're still working with him, although he's now technically debt free. He's still not, not got a job and he's still struggling to get out to actually join the local community of the church. He knows he wants to, but we still partner with these people so that where they are today, we're still looking for tomorrow. But he's one of thousands of stories, I could tell you. Jesus wants us all to step into the todays through, through us, through the church, through your city mission, to turn people's yesterdays into a thing of the past, a distant memory. While being stuck in debt becomes a yesterday, while being out of work for years becomes a yesterday. While somebody's got an addiction, that becomes a yesterday. Jesus wants their todays to be a place of hope and their tomorrows to be something to worth living for. And he's not only here to bring hope on the earth, no, he is the one that's the same. What did I say? Yesterday, today, forever. And it's his heart for people to spend eternity forever with all that he has made. We know, don't we, here, that God so loved the world that he believes that we all have the opportunity for eternal life and forever in the presence of Christ and God the Father himself. So currently today, as I said, CAP has over 600 services running across the UK. I've got statistics if you've got any statisticians and monsters that want more information. We've got about 300 debt centres. And I will at this point just drop in that Chester did have a debt centre, but currently we haven't. And it is a real big prayer of ours that we will be praying in, that churches will perhaps get together and fund a new debt centre, that somebody will have the heart to be a debt coach, to be that person that goes out visiting the people with debt. We want to be able to offer that service again. Um, sorry. sorry. The, the actual debt centres, we do help the most vulnerable pe people in our nation providing them with a real way out of debt, which causes such heartache. And one of the statistics I will share is 38% of our clients say that they had thought about suicide as the only way out of debt, their debt before CAP stepped in. I'm going to actually stop and tell you a little bit as well. I work 
I didn't. I tell most people actually, I forgot that today. I work for the Trust Child Maintenance Service, which is the Child Support Agency. I'm an enforcement officer, so I deal with the clients that can't or won't pay for the children that they have that aren't with them anymore, and I deal with the parent that's got the children that really, really would like some money, really. So that's where my heart for CAP actually came. Um, but I, we're on a good wage, and I sit, we have desks, computers, phones, headsets, and the girl that sits next to me, I've worked with for a number of years, and she knows what I do all about this. And she used to say, Shirley, I know what you're going to tell me. Shirley, I know what you're going to tell me about my money and managing my money better. But it was only this summer holidays that she phoned me up um, one weekend and said, I actually do need your help. And my friend is on a good income because of various circumstances within her family. She is so in debt and she thought there was no way out but to take a mega overdose of her tablets that she's already on prescribed by the doctors. So we're currently working with her. And if I can ask for one prayer request, another prayer request, I've invited her to church tonight. Please, please God, will she come? She's like that. Because she's always said, no, no, no. But she's like that. Yeah. Sorry, get, I see I get distracted. I have a script, but I like to tell you stories as well. But they're real stories, so it really does bring it home, doesn't it? But, you know, she's a girl of early 50s, and she wants to commit suicide because she sees no way out. And Cap have actually stood alongside her at the moment and said they're going to prepare for bankruptcy. But then just think of all the knock-on things of that, and that brings lots of problems. Because she's been told she's got to leave her house in the, by the end of November. But will she get a good credit score to get anywhere else? So we do need to stand beside her. And that's just one more story of something that's happening locally. In 2013, Cap, God, sorry, in 2013, God grew Cap's vision to tackle other main causes of poverty. That was the unemployment and addiction. We were actually approached to by another organisation, bless you, uh, to, to look at opening job clubs. My goodness, they've just taken off. We've got over 100 of those across the country. And also, we know that there's lots of people that struggle with addictions. It doesn't need to be the main ones you think, oh, people with a drug addiction or a drink one. What about people that have got shopping addictions? What about people that are addicted to hoarding? There's all sorts of things if you want to think about it. So release groups are set up to help those people. Um, they followed the 12 steps course of the, the old AA, but was and keeps running in some places. But of course, our main focus is on bringing people to Christ. And then at the beginning of last year, what I'm involved in as well is the life skills groups to actually get people that have been in a bad place back on track, even if they've got a very low income, even if they need a lot of other support. And that's, that's working well. Then, of course, you all know about the cap money. Because, hands up, I've been told that there's people here that have actually done cap money before. There's only a couple of people. You've done cap money? Great, great. Right, you've got a job to do at the end of the service. You've got to go and help me get everybody to sign up for the for that, which leads me nicely on. What is the CAP money course? What's it all about, you might be asking, those that don't know about it. 
It's a three-session money management and financial education course focused on budgeting, having savings, and some people say, I'll never be able to save on my income. But I'll tell you, I've run cap money with people on benefits, single parents, and they've gone from borrowing every time they get their benefits to being in a place where they can put a tenner aside every fortnight. That is just awesome. And it's a, a sorry, budget, save and spend principle. It is proven to have a dramatic effect on the way people think about money, organise their finances, live within their means and get money on, under control. The actual course took three years of development and it was trialled with over 250 people since its launch in January 2008. It has spread to well over 800 churches across the country. There's over 3,500 cat money coaches across the country and we deliver to an estimated 12,000 people a year. That is huge. It is UK's biggest free money management program. The CAP Money course is also available for university students. I'm going to put you on the spot now. Did you see a stand or anything at some of the freshest events? <laughs> right, I'm having words with somebody after. <laughs> Not in this church, in another one down the way. Right, there is a course, so come and see me afterwards if you would like the student version. Um, and then we've got a youth one for 14 to 16 year olds and there is also a children's one so what I would really say to everybody here about the cat money course which I really do promote don't you think, some of you will I don't know what you do, I don't know anything about any of your finances so I'm safe to say anything some of you will get some money in at some point in the month or a couple of times in the month You'll have your bills to pay, you know the bills are going out, you've set up your direct debits, you've done this, that and the other, and you know you're all right. Some of you will think, whoa, yeah, I'm all right, I like a holiday, so I put my money away and I've got my holiday fund, that's fine, and I'm doing my holidays and all the rest of it. Some of you will be, I've only got that much income, what am I going to do? And you just about get by, and some of you will have an income and expenditure that either slightly exceeds or way exceeds that. Whichever of those brackets you're in, cap money can help. Because if you've got loads of dosh, you could save it more wisely. You could save it differently. And then you could give to your favourite charity. You could help something here. You could do whatever you want with that extra that you've suddenly found. One of the local Ch Chester cap money coaches he saves extra from his pensions and he gives cap an extra lump sum every year from the extra savings he's had. Um, if you've got not enough income, this cap money plus, which is where you can actually connect direct, securely, so we don't know the cap money coaches, nobody else knows about your problems, and you can connect with cap money head office in Bradford directly, and they will talk you through how they can help you with your creditors. If you're just happy-go-lucky, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. It's amazing. Going on the Cat Money course, it changes your mindset and it makes you think differently when you go into the supermarkets or you're looking at stuff. 
it's really hard to explain. But different people have different pressures on them and different things that make them tick about what they want or what they don't. Um, whether some people like going out for coffee often, whether some people got to have a new pair of shoes. There's, there's all sorts of different things. But if you compartmentalise your money, it changes your whole mindset. If you set up different accounts, you know that although you've had your monthly everything, something comes up like a wedding that you want to go to. Somebody in the church is going to get married. You need a gift, you need a new outfit, you know, and all the rest of it. Where's that extra money going to come from? Cat money will always have you prepared. I can guarantee it. Have I sold it yet? Oh, some of you haven't. <laughs> really, it's for everybody. And what I think is great about this, this situation, you're launching it. You've got Les and John here that are going to start tomorrow. And what better way to start than having their friends in the fellowship come along. And so if they stumble a bit or the DVD doesn't work that they want to show you, it doesn't really matter if it's friends, does it? And have you got people organised to do refreshments there, Les? Have you got people organised to do cakes? Oh, we, well, that might be under control, otherwise just bring a cake and just be there for them, please. All right? Anyway, that, that's cat money. Yeah, it tells me here. It's practical. It's very easy. We get you signed up with your own password to go onto the website, and you can do it all online. Some of you might be dead good about doing your sums, but some of us aren't quite so good at doing that. If you do it online... You key in your in, in, income, you key in your expenditure, and it does a sum for you as to how well off you are or not. And then you can jiggle it about online, and that's, that's really helpful. The coaches don't look at that. That's your personal thing. And they will just talk around issues, generally, how you can save money, like changing your utilities provider, changing your phone or your insurance and all the rest of it, or your shopping and planning and things like that. So it's really, really good. But why are we doing this for people? Why, why are we doing cat money? The cat money course is all part of God's call for us to be faithful with money. Delegates have reported that they have a great deal of peace once they've got money under control. 98% say they would recommend the course to others. The whole idea of cat money is to help people to be faithful in their finances. The Bible clearly tells us, doesn't it, in Luke 16, 10 to 13. Whoever can be trusted with little can also be trusted with much. There's also, oh, it's later in one of Paul's letters, so I'm going to put you on the spot now. <laughs> Where is it in Paul's letter, one of Paul's letters about being good stewards of what we've got? And then Paul in Philippians tells us, doesn't he, to be content, whether we've got a lot or a little, whether we're struggling or we've got loads. There are many spiritual benefits in being faithful with what we've got. Can I ask now that we pay the little promo, the cat money, and then I'll come back and talk some more. Every day we have a but we're not quite sure what's really going on. Things can get to be like one day. Some problems with your patients can be a real challenge. And you don't always come out on top of the market. And at the end of the week, 
Am I back in business? Yeah. Thank you. So for CAP, it has been, been amazing, but what about our tomorrows? The unchanging one wants more of this church on the front line, being the church that he always dreamed of. CAP is actually pushing to double its size by 2021. We had a big celebration last year in 2016 for 20 years, and we're now really pushing from 600 to get to 1,000. But we want everybody to actually play their part. Um, there's so many of you are, are now already involved. A lot of you, I'm sure, are already giving on a regular basis. But obviously, that's something else to think about. Um, obviously, do see the guys that's going to be heading up the cat money. Uh, to see whether or not you can help support in some way. I've actually brought a banner with me, haven't I, that my banner says join 28,000 others. We're well, at, well towards our 30,000 now to help others. Um, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. He still calls his disciples to radical generosity and giving them that priority giving that prioritizes the poor in the neighborhood and the nation. And he still calls us to go beyond just financial giving, giving of ourselves to help and love and serve the broken in our community. So can I ask for we show the other DVD? This is going to show you the stories of Stuart and two others. And this is the sort of work that we are actually involved in.
quite a bit recently because I contacted Cap um, and I said I actually had an addiction to work for Shalandri, where the actual group was based, it was actually a church, and you know, I've got a small thing about it, you know, I've got to go to the door, the guy that rang it was brilliant, and pretty weeks we looked at all different topics, like anger, um, forgiveness, and it worked, and it did work for me. You know, since I'm about God, I know any situation that I, I go into now, I believe it's there. I mean, it's right, it's here right now. Before we reached it, I was thinking pretty much every weekend I was. So since we reached it, yeah, not just strong. I've been at work for a long period of time, and uh, I heard, I heard, I thought I heard everything. So we did this interview session, uh, I had a real interview the following day. Every question that we've gone over was uh, asked me again that day, and it was so, so easy. It was such a breeze, it was so relaxed. I believe that's one reason I got the job. And uh, most of the people that I started with are good friends, and uh, most of them have jobs. Since I've become uh, involved with CAP, I became a Christian. Uh, which I didn't expect. So how fantastic it was with us all the time. Christian against poverty to change somebody's life like mine forever. Thank you. 
I must have seen that about 20 times. And it's just amazing. I just... As John Kirkbeer said of Kat said, it doesn't work for everybody. But for that one, that one at a time that you just see come through and find faith, it's just absolutely awesome. Every time we go up to the head office or that you get more people on stage just saying how it's happened for them, us on we're all one by one, it's awesome. So like everything else in this world, you've had an ask for some money. But do you know what? I've got free gifts. <laughs> when you came in, you should have been given a sheet about CAP. If you want to hear more about the work of CAP, those of you that don't know Tara much, just give us your name and your email, and you'll be kept updated by email, or your home address if you want post. And I'll give you a free book. This is John Kirkby's diary of how Cat was birthed. This book itself leaves you absolutely, uh, absolutely staggered. The hair stood up my end, stood up on end when I read it. The face of that guy, how God has worked, how God is working through our organisation. God is at the centre. Everything we do. Every time we meet, I even went for a job interview with Kat the other year. And where else would you go for a job interview and you start with prayer? God was in that, you know, that God would be with us, help us all to, you know, work it all out. I didn't get the job, by the way, but never mind. <laughs> I'm doing loads of work on, on where I'm sure that's where God wants me at the moment. <laughs> but, yeah, Kat, Kat receives no government funding and never has. Why? because they refuse to compromise values. Just like you, they believe that everyone could have, should have the opportunity to find Christ for themselves and to be part of the church. So why can't we be at that front line again? We have done very, very well over a number of years now. We have an external relations team and they go out working with the creditors and it's amazing how much we get back from creditors. It's like they tithe us, they give us 10% of what the debts that we get paid for them, they give us it back. Uh, we partner with the GWP, we partner with Trussell Trust, we do all sorts of other things. It is just awesome, but because we're still trying to grow, that is why we're actually asking. And what I often say to people when I come out of somewhere like this, as I said, I don't know you, can anybody afford the price of a coffee a week to give us a monthly payment, or a pint of beer, or... My, fault, my sort of thing this summer has been I've been eating too much ice cream. Can I cut down on my ice cream and think of giving that extra money to Kat? Um, is there something you can seriously consider? And is there just one person here that's really God speaking to this morning? Although we've got all these life changes that give a few pounds a month, whether it's, you know, five, twelve, whatever it is, John Kirkby, our founder and international director, he's establishing a vision sponsorship group of individuals, people that he really wants to work closely with himself to um, give us direction. Um, he wants to keep these people matching as we grow um, and to know how his heart's ticking and to direct him. He's looking for people to give 
£50 a month or more, that you will actually work closer with them and have that personal relationship with John to see how, you know, really feel how God is working. So if you think that is for you, if God's really touching your heart on that one, do come and see me. But really today, it's come and have a free gift if you want to go on our mailing list. If you can give a few pounds a month, it's all on here. Come and see me at the desk. And I just pray that your cap money's going to go really, really well this week. And that then you'll all go out and say, come on, you've got to come to our next one. You're not next one, our next one. And then as God speaks to people within this fellowship, whether it will be something that God will lay on your heart to actually open another service, I'm just praying that it's going to be the start of something really good for you, really good, because there's so many people we know in Chester that need so much help. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.